All right. Uh, this is sort of after after the uh, the shear. A number of people are still around and they've eaten and drank, so they they feel very good about themselves. They were nizgoya. So a number of people want to chime in. Of course, there wasn't enough time on on, on the first program on our on our, our regular shear. So. Um, so we have some people from various uh, backgrounds, and obviously it's something that's somewhat universal. So, um, yes, um, Shia, Shia, Shia Schwartz. So, you, so you were talking about the, the minhagim and the chabad, and I mentioned that, uh, which I didn't have time to say here, that one of the things the Rebbe says is that there's been the chalisha sadayrus, that there's been a general weakness. We're not what we used to be, and that all of us and most people, especially when it comes to having the strength to concentrate and really be mitzayir, the rabbi nishomes in front of us really feel that we all have a din of choylim, and we can all take advantage of the rambam's psak and eat and drink quite a bit till we're ready. And you who have a history in in chabad, uh, so tell me a little bit about about whether you see that in practice in chabad or not. Not not fully eating and drinking. There's always mazaynus and coffee you know, or tea. Um, what was the other before Hasidus? And then uh, so in, in, in the Chabad Yeshiva, what time would you wake up to uh, to go to learn? And when did the Hasidus seder start? Let's say um, so. Wake up is usually six thirty and uh, mikvah first right. mikvah right. and then or Hasidus mikvah depends you know right. if you're late and then every day. And, and then, then the and then you have the you know. Mm-hmm. Your, before Chassidus Seder or after? Uh, during. During the Chassidus so Seder, yeah, people be eating. coffee and you learn Chassidus. But what, but what, what time would that be usually? Seven o'clock? Seven o'clock. Okay. So, which is, in, in many areas, already definitely prime time davening time, right? It's right. it's by, most of the times past Zerich already, right? And then the Chassidus would go on for how long? Uh, usually an hour. Uh-huh. So, and then, after that, it would either be go to the mikvah if you haven't gone to the mikvah right. yet. And davening would start at what time? Davening usually starts in the yeshivas around 9 o'clock. At 9. So, therefore, the guy, most of the bochum were, you know, they weren't starving because they had something to eat, right? And, th- and that was their pashachris also, or they would have pashachris afterwards, too? They would eat something after? No, it was their breakfast after davening. Okay. So, basically, in a Chabad... Yeshiva, and as strong as the Chabad Yeshivas were, well, uh, ten yeah, o'clock. Right, so it's a lot of kavod. Uh, then, Mark, how about you in, in, in the Yeshivas you were in? Um, did you find guys would eat or drink beforehand? No, no, nothing. Well, davening itself was much earlier. Yeah, the only if, there were no official sadarim before davening. Right. If you got up to learn before that, I came around around seven fifteen and woke everybody up. And if you were lucky, you made it in by seven forty. You didn't even have time. Now, for a number of years, I had a seder before davening, and my seder started at around six thirty or six twenty-five. What was the seder in? Uh, It was in a number of different mesechtas, but that's what I wasn't achsidus. And later, I went years in the yeshiva, in in, in the high school, in the base medrash. I didn't I didn't see people taking coffees at all because of the known fact that we shouldn't. Because because right, right, right. Now again, the um, you know. Um, we all know Rebel Yoshev didn't start learning until he had his coffee, but he started. Get, he got up every night one thirty in the morning in order to start. As me, he knows that I'm I'm not anti anybody. I'm for care. I agree with just, and, and I'm very close to Chabad in many many ways. But do you think there's something about maybe encouraging us to be strong? In other words, yes, Mishvach. Why, why don't we take on ourselves to be strong? Is there something positive about about trying to? I know it was tough, but you know what? I don't need it anymore. 
Is there something to be gained in that? I mean, even when we talked about weaning yourself off of a coffee addiction or something like that, uh, again, which is really what happened. What I said in the shir earlier, I think, is true. It's because everybody was so doing the wrong thing, drinking their coffee and everything else, that things got the way they were. Is it wrong to suggest that there might be an advantage to, to perhaps call people to be strong about stuff, to be tough? And, and maybe maybe the davening will be even stronger. What do you think? And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to criticize the psalchim of the Rebbe. I think that's a, that's a general concept in, 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 in life. It's kafia, as they say. Right? Skafia is holding yourself right. back from something. Okay. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's a general rule uh, for life. Um, but I don't think it would, I don't think it lends itself to this. In other words, the, the, the nature of the human being is that when you eat or you have a little drink or something like that, you certainly are more, you, you can, you can right. concentrate better. Okay, but that was so. true in the time of the Poiskim and Chazal as well. And yet Chazal, the clear indicators are, your mom has got to be a chayla, right? It wasn't about, it, it's clear that there's been a change. There's been a shift. But but should we? But is this something but that? Even, but even like in Tanya, you used to fat right to us. The Alter says you should have certain, certain fasts, but we don't do that today because we just can't handle it. Can't handle it. Seven so what, we're also used to. What do you think, Mark? Three three square meals a day kind point. of thing. Right. Living in an era where people maybe ate two meals, one so meal a day, did they not have? You know, very often didn't have food. You know, so people might have been much more tolerant of you know going a few hours without food. Ah, that's nothing. You know. So the idea of, of, of asking a young generation to sort of accept a new way of acting uh, is different. Um, okay, Mark, look, uh, of all of us here, I think you go the longest between when you wake up and when you actually daven, right? Because mm-hmm. right, cause your davening is 8.15, and you wake up what time? Every morning. Five. Five. Okay. So we're putting it on the table. Do you do you have what do you, do you eat or drink beforehand? What do you I do? Have, I, have a, I have a coffee with when I learned in the morning. You have a coffee. That's it. Yeah. You don't eat anything with the coffee, though, right? No, unless it's come to the Chabad side. We'll give you a unless piece it's of significantly <laughs> more than half an hour before I was. Uh huh. Maybe, maybe I would, but generally, I, I, and, and, and you find so early. And I'm you, actually not hungry. Right. And you don't find yourself like, oh, I'm not even a human. I can't concentrate. I'm all. Right. You're, I like to have That's a coffee. That's not either. Take, take, take a caffeine suppository. Okay, so you're saying that even even if... so. Okay, so Yankee is saying even no, no, if... No, I have a coffee too, but I'm saying, you know... Do you have more... What about you, Yankee? Do you have more than a coffee before I, I you... Will not, I will not eat before davening. You won't eat before davening either? Uh, I have to say, again, I hung around with Siddham so much when I was in, in, as a teenager... And I saw, you know, I sort of like... A non-issue. I, to me, it's a, it's, it's a non-issue. Uh, but re-examining the source as a dafyoy mizugar and saying the shir, especially as today I sort of like obliterated the possibility of even coming up with a heter, um, other than illness, you know, I, I, I want to rethink it. Uh, again, changes... I, I, but again, it, it, there might be even something about being proud about being able to overcome. There might be something... And, and, and in a way... You're going to go through a couple of withdrawal weeks where things are difficult, but at the end, you know, oh, you know, uh, I, I made it through. Um, you know, less of a focus, I can say that, than Lubavitch. You know, we'll, we'll have you be proud of other things that you've overcome. 
Right, but, I, not but, but, but one of the things that's in the email is actually a letter where where the Friedrich Rebbe says, and you want to be a, a Balmadrega, make sure you eat Mazaynas before. Because it's, right? a, make sure you eat because it's a hashkafa. It's a hashkafa that somebody who's, for lack of a better term, energized to come into davening will put out a nice, will put out a davening. But, but your point, As opposed to yeah, coming to davening is, half asleep. Well, well, no, but his point is, is can't, can't, can't we overcome that and still be energized without that piece of cake? It may, but, but, lose anything. So, so here, you know, this gets into a big question: is do we? One of the Paiskim who writes on this says, he says, if you look at the Marami Rutenberg already, he said we don't really have kavana this month. based on the Yerushalmi that says that if you don't think you have kavana the second time, don't daven again. So there's definitely been this sense that even in the time of the Yerushalmi and the Marami Rutenberg made it halacha that we don't we don't go back and, and, and daven again because. Maybe it going to have kabbana. We, we can't concentrate the way we used to. Uh, on that, I'm, I'm sort of ready to throw in the towel. The Rambam doesn't say it, by the way. The Rambam is makbat on kabbana, the whole Shemonesre. You don't have like the Rosh's head there, oh, the first bracha at least. From the Rambam, it's mashma. You have to have kabbana, the whole The Rambam was writing also in the period of the Rishonim felt, kabbana is a reality. You can have it. Here I'm sort of ready to say, you know what, especially in the 21st century of the modern era, that kavana is a very tough thing. But I'm not sure about this other thing, though. Halavai don't talk. In other words... Yeah, what? Halavai don't talk during davening. That's upside. So, which, by the way, sort of runs counter. In other words, part of the chassidish approach is we can have kavana. Let's build our body up in a way that we really put chiyas in it, and then you have really kavana. And again... I sort of understand that, that this manazeh focus is so difficult. Being Mitzayr, the Rabbanu Shalom here in the world is so hard. So I can see how when it comes to Kavana, it's like don't play big that you're really having super Kavana. A few days ago, a Kriyashma. Who are you? You think you have Kriyashma? Well, nobody has Kavana. You suddenly you have Kavana. You don't have Kavana. said, Hashem You can't say that you have that you have Kavana. You don't have Kavana anyway. Nobody has Kavana. Right. So, so the question is: This you read us Where do we draw the line? You read us Adiris in terms of uh, uh, by Kavana. We say, yeah, you read us Adiris is an issue, but maybe in terms of weakness of our bodies, I'm not sure if it's the same. In other words, uh, like. And nobody fasts two days fake of the other, for example. <laughs> the, the Gemara brings it down. Do you do Amorim used to fast two days in Kippur? Fake of the other, right? Okay. So, yeah. so this really gets into the issue. Where, where do we submit to the fact that we're weakened and we've changed and we just, you know, we throw in the towel? And where do we say, look, we can't be different? Um, so I don't know. I, I think this eating before davening is really sort of in the cusp of, of, of this issue. Of, 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 of no one denies. Everybody's l'shem shamayim over here. Nobody's about ah, who cares about davening. Now the question is, do we somehow have we lost something by sort of like this meimer chazal? He sort of yeah, okay, we know about this, but uh, that no one, no one takes it so seriously. So what I learned, the Rebbe is mocked that the coffee that's there is either regular, plain, instant coffee, and if you want a fresh brood, it's still plain coffee. <laughs> no flavor. So it shouldn't be coffees. not based on Gavel. No, really? Yeah. No yeah. flavor because coffee. Of, because you're doing it for davening or because it's not? It's not. It's not well, you know, you if, if you need a coffee, you don't need a flavor. Because that's you talk, it feel great, yeah. Like this, our machine here. Just want to end up with this one last thing. This everybody knows the psak that the um, the Mishnah quotes. I think it's based on the uh, Prichodosh. 
and the Prima Godam, I think, also quotes it, that you can keep a sugar cube in your mouth. In other words, to put the sugar in the coffee or in the milk, that, the Radvaz said, was a derach gaiva. But if you're drinking it and you have a, a cube in your mouth, that's, that'll be okay. So it's interesting, Rabbi Yoshev writes that he feels that Mizmanazet might be the opposite. You know, this type of, you know, fancy schmancy way of like holding the cube, he says, he says today you can even put the sugar in because okay, it's not coffee unless, uh, for many people, unless it's got that sweetness. Although I actually don't put any sugar in at all, actually. Or the milk. I, I, the milk has got enough sweetness in it itself. But Rabbi Yoshev is even speaking about putting the sugar in. All right, you put sugar into my day today by staying over here and watch for the podcast. It's going to be uploaded today. All right, be well. No. I, the